everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. I'm the director, Jeff Moreva, and I'm here with our host, Robert Birch. How are you doing? Doing great today. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. 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 So today, our movie we're talking about, oh, it's a, a good great one. one, Fish Called Wanda. Yeah. One um, of my favorites. Oh, it's a great classic. <laughs> uh, 1988. Um John Cleese wrote and directed, or co-directed, produced. Um, yeah. Of course, Michael Palin. So you know, you got wrote. some money wrote. Yeah. So you got Monty uh-huh. Python guys in there. Oh, yeah. It's just Jamie Lee Curtis. It's it's a great movie. Um, yeah, she, give us some details. Yeah. Well, she's good. I like Jamie Lee she Curtis. She is good. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, apparently John Cleese liked her a lot too because uh, he had seen her the year before in Trading Places and said. That's the girl we want. He thought uh, that she was, you know, she could be sexy, she could be funny, and she was perfect for the role. In fact, he wrote the part for, for her, her and awesome. had to wait a little bit until she was available to uh, to shoot the film. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. I, I thought that, you know, I thought that she just got the part. I didn't know it was written <laughs> for her. That's pretty cool. Well, and he's a big, uh, Cleese is a really big uh, Cary Grant fan. Yes. And uh, so he, um, uh, you know, it, it's it's probably no coincidence that you know her father is Tony Curtis, and uh, you know who uh, uh, Tony Curtis did a, a couple of films with Cary Grant, yeah, and who's in Operation Petticoat yeah. with uh, with Cary Grant, and he was also uh, uh, you know he does that in uh, Some Like It Hot, he does the imitation of Cary Grant. Right. Uh, you know, as the millionaire with with uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Right. Yeah. One <laughs> <laughs> um, other thing, I love Michael Palin in this movie. I mean, John Cleese is great. I mean, of course, he's great, and and he's, you know, the like I said, co uh-huh. co director and producer and writer and all that stuff. But but man, Michael Palin, Sir Michael Palin, Sir Mike. Now, how did how did I he know. get his knighthood? And John Cleese didn't. I, exactly. I don't know. What's up with that? Yeah. But Michael Palin makes this movie for me. I just, yeah. his character, it just cracks me up. <laughs> the animal lover who can't quit killing animals, basically. <laughs> and uh, just, I mean, it's just, it's a great movie. I Watching this, though, I, I something that didn't dawn on me when I saw it in 88, cause, uh-huh. and, 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 but watching this for the first time in several years now, they kind of turned themselves in almost, you know, to a uh-huh. point. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, well, let's call in this guy and get him framed. Well, he's going to turn you in. Like, <laughs> you know, so all this trouble basically starts by them thinking they're going to double cross the first guy. Uh-huh. And then the first guy's like, no, I'm going to turn you in. And, <laughs> and um, but I think it's, it's, it's really funny how they all just, I mean, from the beginning, there's not even like a pretense of, we're all going to share the money. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. no, we're going to get the other one. Like, I'm taking all this money. For- <laughs> I'm going to kill you yeah. or I'm going to frame you for this. You know, and I'm going to take all the money. I, yeah. I love when Kevin Klein uh, opens up the safe and uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis immediately holds up a thing to, like, hit him. You know? <laughs> and then the safe is empty. So she goes, oh, and she puts it away, hides it real quick. And, um, yeah, and his character, uh, Cleese, when he was writing this, he said that uh, he the character is, uh, quote, uh, so stupid that he doesn't even realize he's stupid. Right. You know, there's some, there's a, like a word for it that, you know, uh, that he, he, I don't know if he made it up or if it's a foreign word. Yeah. He, uh, he, he says, that's, that's somebody who is so, <laughs> so daft that they're 
completely unaware of their right. own stupidity. Ignorance is blue. <laughs> um, Kevin Klein, though, he, he won the Oscar for this. Yes, yes. So. And well-deserved, too. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. You know, uh, he's so good in this. Yes. I mean, everybody is, but he really stands out. And, and you know, he had, um, I think uh, prior to this, there, he was fairly new. I mean, like the big chill had been a few years before this. Right. But um, yeah, he was not the big name right. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of came out of nowhere and won the Oscar that year. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I can't remember if this movie was nominated for any others. Uh, um, I can't remember. But I think uh, best screenplay. Best and, screenplay. You know, Michael Palin said that when he read the screenplay, uh, he didn't like it. Oh, and really? threw it away. <laughs> and it was uh, in his diary. Late, you know, somebody I guess was going through his diary and and uh, saw that he had he had trashed. You know, he had, he was going to pass on this. Wow. Yeah. And it's such a great film. It's such a great film. And his scene, like I said, he's probably my favorite character in this movie. And uh, the scenes, you know, not to give too much away, but he, he's a huge animal lover. Uh-huh. They're trying to knock off this old little old little lady right they keep accidentally knocking off her dogs instead (laughs) (laughs) so it's just this guy who's just brokenhearted at his own actions you know (laughs) and uh just and then of course trying to take her out he comes into all kinds of trouble himself and Uh he's marred and and maimed and he's got bandages (laughs) everywhere and an eye patch and and um but yeah i mean there's a uh, there's a view uh, somebody that saw this in the theater actually died of laughing. He laughed himself to death. He was uh um, Wait, you're serious? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was I'm sorry, uh, I laugh a at that. Danish man, Ole Bentzen Bentzen. Bentz, okay. And he was an audiologist. Uh, he um, uh, he had pulled he had, like trying to entertain his family. At home, he had, you know, pulled a joke a year or two before this where he put cauliflower up his nose. And the scene where uh, Michael Palin, you know, has the uh, the French fries, French fries the chips. up his, the chips up yeah. his nose, uh, he got so tickled that he uh, had a cardiac arrest <laughs> and died in the theater. Wow. It's, you know, I, that's, you know say he died laughing. He died laughing. That's a, I shouldn't laugh at that, but that's, I'm not going to lie. That's a little funny. Well, there's uh, a sketch. There's the old Monty Python sketch. Too, right. Right. Where the, you know, the comedian writes the, uh, writes the joke and then dies laughing. And then everybody who reads it dies. And then the British start <laughs> using it as a weapon, you know. <laughs> now let's talk, let's talk for a second about Monty Python. Cause you know, uh-huh. OETA, PBS. Oh, it's, it's part of our legacy. Part of our legacy here, Monty yeah. Python. And, and, uh, just one of my favorite shows, um, especially, you know, when I first started OETA and everyone was like, Oh, what's your favorite show? And I'd be like, Oh, uh-huh. Monty Python. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's such a, uh, I mean, this this movie's rated R. It's it's not the cleanest movie. Sure, there's some, there's sure. some a little bit of dirty scenes, sexy scenes, and yeah, stuff like that. It's good, clean fun. Good, clean comedy. Um, but uh, but the, the Monty Python stuff. I mean, that was just classic. Oh, the, absolutely. I mean, so and know. it was you know made for television. So it was. You know, they didn't have to uh, really cut anything. Even when it came to the States. Right. And I discovered Monty Python on OETA. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, we were flipping channels one night on my little, uh, you know, like 
10 inch screen, you <laughs> right. know, my little TV in my room and, and, uh, just flipping channels and, you know, like it took a minute or two to figure out what, what is this, you know? And I, you know, I don't know if it was the animation or, you know, what it was. Oh, that, Terry that Gilliam's we, that, animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm, oh that, yeah. That pulled me in, but, uh, yeah, it was, and then of course the films came out and oh yeah and I'm like Monty Python and the Holy Grail oh, is yeah. like my Holy Grail like, it's just, <laughs> I love that movie I've seen it so many times I'm the guy that's annoying in the corner that can quote it you know uh-huh, and uh-huh. you don't want to watch it with me because I'm you know that guy and um, yeah and and a Life of Brian I mean you uh-huh. name it like I'm just I, I I'm just a huge Monty Python fan I guess but um, oh, but yeah, yeah so having that legacy on OETA I think is really cool and then uh-huh. and then we're bringing home. A Fish Called Wanda and, and right. uh, you know, this, which John Cleese had said was his favorite project since Monty Python. Right, right. You know, um, he, he's done a lot of films. You know, he did Bond films yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, Faulty Towers, of course. Yeah. But, oh, I love well, Faulty Towers. Yeah. But this was the film. Yeah. He said this is his favorite of all the films he'd worked on. Yeah. Uh, that this was and, and remains his favorite. Yeah. And speaking of Faulty Towers, that's that was John Cleese's big, another big show for him that was on PBS? BBC that went to PBS. And, uh-huh. and um and that's a great show. It's it's the only bad thing about that show is that there's not enough of them. Uh-huh. I, rem- I remember when we when I started OETA, we were showing Faulty Towers, and I mean, there's like two seasons is yeah. all there is, two or three seasons, and we showed it for twenty seasons. Oh, <laughs> oh, and it can, you know it's one of those where you can watch it you can. over and over and over again. Too. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You, you find little new things that you're like, I didn't hear that the first time. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, and you know, in in this film, uh, there's a note that. Uh, that the barrister character that Cleese plays, that uh, he and his wife sleep in separate beds, you know, kind of like Lucy and Desi, right? Like right? Talking, yeah. And, and uh, uh, just like they did in Faulty Towers. Right. That they're sleeping in, in <laughs> separate, you know, beds in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, I think that John Cleese just, tap, just typecast um, – or not typecast, just cast Jamie Lee Curtis because he just wanted to make out with her. <laughs> I'm, and that's what I'm guessing. I, well, I, that happens. That <laughs> no, does I'm happen. Kid, I'm kidding. It's I'm kidding. Stranger Things. I'm kidding. Really. I'm kidding. She's very, yeah. Um, and she's pretty good in trading places. Oh, yeah. She, she is. Yeah. A, she's a great actress. Um, uh-huh. I just, it's funny when, you know, you're like, oh, I'm holding out for that part for her. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to write a part for her, that's, I mean, yeah, that's pretty incredible. I to, think to Raquel kind of... Welch would be really good for this. <laughs> You know, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you know, uh, the the jewel heist in this. It's kind of funny because the jewel heist is the event of this movie. It's what's triggers right. the whole thing. It's about two minutes of the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? The actual jewel heist is about two minutes of the movie, uh-huh. and uh, and then of course the rest is the hilarity that ensues. After the does. jewel thief, yeah. After the theft, and um, so, uh, but what's hilarious is the this little key, this little safety deposit box key that keeps getting passed around from the little fish tank uh-huh. to Jamie Lee Curtis's necklace to, and then John Cleese accidentally gives the necklace to his wife as a present. She, <laughs> she thinks it's a present, and then he spends time trying to get it back from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, just um, great comedy. Um, I wish, uh, you know, the the John Cleese character. You just you want more of him in this movie. Um, he's kind of in the really the second oh, yeah. half of the movie, right? You know, like, and um, but, but he, he totally falls for Jamie Lee Curtis's yeah, character. And he's just kind of a bumbling, 
mm-hmm. lawyer, bumbling barrister, right. and um, not thinking with his head. Not exactly, <laughs> and um, but yeah, uh, gets into a little bit of trouble, shall we say? Well, and she gets everybody into trouble. She gets everybody into trouble. Yeah, right. yeah, and she's intentionally getting everybody right. into trouble. She's right. using everybody to find out information to try to find these jewels, and. Uh-huh. and um, Another scene that we have to talk about is Kevin Klein eating the fish. Oh, I love that scene. So I was hoping beyond hope <laughs> that those were real fish. <laughs> but apparently but he not. offered. Yeah. He, apparently he offered to eat real fish. You're right. And they said no. Yeah. So, so they had to make jello fish yeah. to go in so he, he could, you know, make it look real. And he offered to, to do it, but, you know, they wanted to put that little uh, disclaimer at the end of the film. <laughs> of course. Like Peter, like, no, no animals, animals were harmed, harmed right? during the filming of this No picture, fish were right? eaten, we promise. <laughs> um, and he does actually a really great job of kind of, like, making them look real, like shaking them <laughs> right before he eats them and making them look real. And, and of course, Michael Palin is just <laughs> hilarious in that scene, just trying so but hard not to. This is a film. If there ever was a film where you had to say, you know, no, f- no animals, animals were harmed, harm, yeah. <laughs> is this one, you know, because of the uh, the dogs and. Uh, oh, my you goodness. Know. Yeah. Uh, it, it would say in 1988, there were two films that um, uh, featured somebody getting run over by a steamroller. There was this one and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, <laughs> which I, you know, like, well, were those the same year? Those okay. The same was, year. Wow. Yeah. But uh, that's yeah. a movie I haven't seen probably since 1988. Oh yeah, I, I my memory of that's not very good. <laughs> but I remember it being a funny good movie. But yeah, but, it's uh, really good. But uh, well, I think that's going to wrap us up. Unless you have anything else I've forgotten um, about. Well, we're uh, we, you know just uh, say uh, please send in your celebrity photos to uh, OETA, uh, you know celebrity photo, and and we will uh, put them on the air. We'll. Say your name and everything and show you uh, standing right there next to your famous celebrity. And uh, we email you back. If you if you email us the pictures, we'll email you back and let them know, mm-hmm. let you know when they're going to air. And if you mail in hard copies, we take really good care of oh, those. Yeah. We mail them back, let you know again when it's going to air. Um, and, of course, tune in every week for this podcast. Please download it, listen, subscribe, tell all your buddies, tell all your friends. Um, our Facebook page. Our Facebook page. All of that social media <laughs> we get stuff. all this social media follow now. Us. we got to talk about all That's of it. That's right. So follow <laughs> us on all that. And uh, we will be back next week. We'll see you then. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn. Mm-hmm.